Good morning, and you're listening to Camille's Demi Hour on 89.5 Nantucket's NPR station. And I am Camille Broderick. And here on the show, we talk everything Epicurean on this beautiful island of Nantucket, from the chefs and proprietors and owners of the fine restaurants here, to the great wine people who create the wine list, to awesome farmers who are providing great local produce for these restaurants and for the island, and as well as all the great artisanal makers of all the fine products as well on the island here. So thank you again for joining us. And today, uh, following our last week's show uh, about pizza, we continued to explore the pizza world here on Nantucket. And we are lucky to be speaking with the CEO of Oath Pizza, which is right down near the High Line by the pier. Mr. John Burns, who is the CEO of Oath Pizza. Welcome, Mr. Burns. Hello, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you today? I'm doing excellent. Thank you very much. Well, thank you for your time. I know you're a busy man. I think we would actually, I'd love to start with your background and all of the business experience that you have and then kind of how it developed into um, a small little pizza joint here on Nantucket Island. Uh, I like to think it's an exciting story, but at the minimum, it's my story. So, uh, um, happy to tell you my background. And so, I'm a, uh, I've been in and around consumer uh, businesses for the past 15, 20 years, um, uh, predominantly um, as an investor and an occasional operator of uh, consumer businesses. I've started a couple venture firms and um, uh, been CEO of a couple different businesses. Worked with a number of brands. All the brands I work with tend to be, you know, emerging or growth brands. Um, I had started a uh, venture firm with some folks a number of years ago called the Highland Consumer Fund, and we got in early uh, at that fund at some exciting companies like Lululemon and City Sports and Pinkberry, so we had some really fun and interesting times there, and um, uh, more recently have been involved uh, with a bunch of different brands uh, from Spartan Race and Yasso Frozen Greek Yogurt and Unreal Brands, which is a candy company, to uh, most recently and probably most exciting in many respects, uh, Oath Pizza. Your, your company, Breakaway, is a brand identity type of company, right? And then you, you, you try to maximize and build the growth of these potential brands. Were you involved yeah. with those from the beginning, or you just became, what, what were your roles with them? Yeah, so what we do at Breakaway, and it's a couple of these things have been uh, at different places over time, but uh, here at Breakaway, we really do two things. Um, we have a full-service um, marketing and creative agency. We're, you're right, we do brand identity work, we do creative work, we do brand positioning work, anything that you might ever need as a company to, um, uh, for your look and feel of your brand, uh, we do it uh, here at Breakaway. And then the other part of our business, which is um, the part of our business that I run and the part that I'm most excited about is we work with um, accomplished and aspiring entrepreneurs to help them um, launch their businesses. So from uh, everything from, again, just all that brand and marketing work through the actual other parts of the business through strategic prioritization, financing the business, um, uh, strategic partnerships, hiring a management team, uh, you name it, all those things. So we're, we're pretty hands-on and effectively you know, business partners, if you will, for, uh, for certain entrepreneurs. And you were originally from the New England area. Did you go to Babson, I believe? Is that? I am. I, I did. I actually went to Boston College undergrad. Mm -hmm. And uh, um, after that, uh, I worked for a number of years. And then I got uh, an MBA at, uh, at Babson and uh, focused on entrepreneurship there. So this has been something that's been really, uh, really uh, important to me for a long time. I love, the, uh, I love the vibe and energy of working with um, startup companies and emerging businesses. 
Well, I'm sure that there's a, a lot of passion there. And so how did the passion for this project segue into one that you wanted to run and become a CEO of compared to these other businesses that you've been helping and supporting? Yeah, I, I don't do it often because uh, it takes me away from my other business uh, efforts. Uh, but really, it is exactly, you use the right word, it's really something um, that's a, uh, a labor of love and, and a passion project for me. So Oath is a really, really interesting story. Um, there, uh, I have a partner in the business, or we have a partner in the business, um, who's uh, been in the pizza business for a number of years, has a um, small pizza chain in Boston called Crazy Dough's Pizza. And uh, he came to me a couple years ago with some ideas on, uh, on that business. And as he liked to tell the story, uh, I said no to him many, many, many times. And uh, last year he came back to me. He's a really super guy, um, unbelievable value system, very purpose-driven. He, uh, he came to me last year and said, I've got an idea for a new pizza crust I've developed. And the world's never seen the pizza crust before. Um, and I think it's really something special. And I also have found a new oven technology that uh, can let us cook this uh, very unique pizza crust in 80 seconds or 90 seconds. And uh, I think it's, there's something here. And so we spent a bunch of time talking about you know, the pizza, the crust, and what's it all about, and how do you cook it, and how could we innovate as a business, and decided that we had a really, really unique opportunity to uh, really change the fast casual uh, restaurant landscape with, uh, with pizza as our medium. And uh, we're very values-driven and purpose-driven folks, and so we've not only taken on reinventing fast casual with pizza, but we are building a company that's very focused on the community and, uh, and basically giving the employees a, um, a place to work where they can be fulfilled. Well, you, you talked about community, and uh, what I think is interesting, an interesting part of the story is that Oath, this is the first location for Oath right now on Nantucket, and you chose the spot, I, I believe you shared with me earlier, for two reasons, one being that it's a kind of a controlled market. It's a smaller um, space for for your market, and uh, but secondly, because of the history of of the space itself, you you felt that there might be a good vibe there. And then, well, additionally, your connection with Nantucket um, and you having uh, come here uh, in the past. Do you want to tell us why you chose that spot? Yeah, definitely. Well, you know, we we have a, a bunch of connections to. Um, you know, the greater Cape and Islands area and Nantucket uh, specifically. My partner, Doug, is actually from Osterville and used to vacation uh, on Nantucket. Um, I used to vacation uh, quite a bit on Nantucket as well. First, as a, as a kid growing up, um, we, had a, uh, we had a sailboat, and we were uh, kept in Bridgeport, Connecticut. And our family vacation oftentimes would be to sail to different places, and we would often sail to Nantucket and anchor in the harbor and spend a few days. Um, so even going back when I was a kid, Nantucket was a special place to me. But um, after I got married, uh, before kids as well, um, my wife and I used to vacation on Nantucket every summer. We used to rent a place right outside of town. So we've always um, held Nantucket in a very, very high regard for a lot of very personal experiences out there. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, the location specifically, I think Straight War for sure. Anyone who knows Nantucket knows Straight War very, very well. But in some of my other business dealings, I actually um, uh, have been involved with uh, Tom First from Nantucket Nectars. He and I were involved in the company together at one point. And uh, knowing the whole history of uh, Nantucket Nectars and how him and Tom started that business right out of the location, when uh, this location on Straight Wharf became available and Doug and I were planning 
you know, to launch this business, we said, uh, wow, this is uh, this would be a great opportunity. There's a lot of nostalgia there. There's a lot of history there, and certainly good karma when it comes to launching a, uh, uh, a successful business. So, uh, so we jumped at the opportunity to, uh, to launch both pizza there. So uh, the space actually, yes, it's at the end of Straight Wharf, so it's a great convenient place for, like you said, a fast, casual uh, pizza. Um, how, what was it like to open a, a restaurant and a business on an island? What, what challenges did you face? And I'm sure there's some good stories, <laughs> whether it's getting the product here or staffing it, or how did you, how did, how was that experience? Yeah, it's um, uh, it's, it's definitely been interesting. Uh, it's never easy starting a business. It's always hard, and it's never easy starting a restaurant business. I think more than most businesses, restaurants are hard, and I'm sure you and a lot of your listeners uh, know that for sure. But uh, as I like to joke, doing it for the first time on a sandbar in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, um, that definitely introduced some new complexities. And you're, you're right, I could tell an awful lot of stories about um, you know interesting experiences and challenges we faced early on. But um, the, the people on Nantucket have been so incredibly warm and welcoming, particularly the obviously the full-time residents and whatnot. We've been really well received there, so that's been a huge positive. But you know everything from trying to figure out how we're going to get all our ingredients over there, the ones we want. To you know we've got a pretty small space, 368 square feet there on Straight Wharf. Where are we going to store everything? Right. Um, you know we do some preparation of our dough beforehand, um, and so you know where would we do that on the island? Um, hiring people, obviously, I don't have to tell you in the restaurant business in general, it, uh, it can be tricky, but uh, certainly due to the seasonal nature of, um, uh, of Nantucket, it's been, uh, it's been a really, really interesting experience and probably didn't help ourselves out by deciding to actually open the store in April uh, and then getting the store open 35 days later. Wow. Um, that was uh, a rather Herculean effort, but once the opportunity presented itself, we thought there was not a better place, uh, literally in the world, that we could start uh, Oath Pizza. So we, uh, we decided to go for it. Well, you sound like a very determined man with a very impressive background. So I'm sure, you know, you set those goals um, and you'll be sure to reach them. <laughs> so I mean, we certainly tried. Well, speaking, <laughs> We're happy. Well, speaking of Oath and uh, the international aspect of it, you, you want to make more Oaths. <laughs> I guess that's probably in parallel with your philosophy, too, which we'll talk about shortly. But you really want to grow this business having started here on Nantucket. But you said um, from our prior conversations that you want to have 20 oaths by um, in a couple years. Is that your your yeah, goal? We actually, we'd like to have 10 by um, by next year and the next year. And we'd like to see 100 uh, by 2021. And we think ultimately there's a chance to have thousands of oaths uh, around the world uh, going forward. Because, again, we've got... We believe, uh, in terms of the Nantucket community, has been phenomenal in accepting us. Um, we believe we've got a really unique product and a great experience. We've got some amazing employees, uh, which has been super. Uh, and we think that, again, uh, what we're offering to not only the consumers but the employees is a real opportunity to, to do good and be part of a, a really value-based uh, community, uh, both you know uh, as employees but also as customers. And we think the world's looking for you know, purpose-driven people with good values who, you know, support, you know, good food. And, and we think that's something that's universal. We don't think it's uh, specific just to the U.S. We think there's an international opportunity here as well. Yeah, I think there are two aspects of Oath, it seems. Obviously, the concept of Oath right now is 
really fascinating. It's this oven that you kind of order your pizza toppings and the sauce that you want and the cheese that you want and everything's right there in the small space. And then you have these specialized ovens that cook the pizza within 90 seconds. And that that in itself is, uh, I think, a feat and an amazing, uh, amazing concept. But then within the shop and even on the menus, you have what you call our oath, which is kind of your, what you just said, that philosophy and dedication to uh, just doing good and having that purpose-driven philosophy within a business, which is spoken about a lot in the business world, I'm sure, as you imagine, about people's satisfaction within their job. So I guess you have two aspects. You have your product that you're trying to achieve at a high level and a fast level, but then you're really trying to create this philosophy and branding around around oath. Is, is that is that the, that's the vision? Yeah, I think ultimately for us, you know, the branding all just comes back to the values, right? I think people, um, brands are important. And certainly as a businessman who's very uh, focused on marketing and brands, uh, I probably believe this more than others, but I think brands are important because they're really a manifestation of our values uh, at some level. And uh, they, I think living um, your values is probably nothing more powerful uh, in life. And, you know, we try and do it in everything that we do. You know, we don't just say it, we try and do it. You know, it's you were asking before about some of the experiences and starting a company and, and talking and whatnot. You know, we talked a little bit about the seasonal employees and whatnot. So um, uh, my partner, Doug, and we got another guy involved, Max, who's uh, another one of the co-founders. We were over on Nantucket in April trying to hire people in early May. And, you know, you're meeting people from the first time. We got a little bit of a different philosophy because um, the way we, we prepare our pizzas and the oven technology we use, we don't need to hire people who have 30 years' experience making pizzas, right? We can hire for values and for personality. And uh, one of the things we'd like to do is we'd like to ask people, um, give us an example of when you've made a difference in someone's life. And it's a simple but powerful question. And I'll never forget standing on Straight Wharf, uh, the woman whose uh, name will remain nameless because it's a, probably a personal story. But um, you know, we had some small talk. We met her. And we asked her that question very directly right up front. It was like the first question of the interview. And she said, you know, a couple years ago, my best friend got shot. I uh, quit working for four months and nursed her back to health, and, you know, she's back on her feet, and she's doing well. And, you know, to be honest with you, uh, we gave her a hug right there and, uh, and hired her on the spot, and she's been, uh, been one of our best employees. So, yeah, we do, we, you know, we've got stuff like that on our website where we talk about our oath, but we try and live it as best we can, and we try and hire people who we think live it. And uh, I think that's an important part of, uh, of the brand and the company and the story and the community we're building. Well, I uh, I don't know if I shared with you, but I, I have luxury branding experience. I worked with Moet Hennessy, um, part of the LVMH group, and the oh, whole sure. yeah. the whole style and the whole um, kind of concept with them is living the brand. And um, obviously, that's a more luxury world. Whether you're sailing on a boat and consuming the right champagne or or whatnot, but uh, this this seems to be a little bit more real. Um, and it's just fascinating to speak with you because. You're not just a restaurateur. You understand how business and employees work. That's your business is building businesses and brands and really seeing um, both sides of, of the story. And that how important do you think that um, concept of employee gratification and satisfaction and, uh, is important to building businesses today? Uh, very much so. You know, um, we actually have a belief uh, – you know, sharing all my secrets here on the radio, but uh, we, <laughs> we have a belief. It's a small island. I don't know how many people are listening. <laughs> I really don't. 
I hope a lot. Hello, everyone, whoever's new. Uh, no, that's awesome. Um, we, uh, you know, if you look at a lot of the business press and you talk to a lot of great business leaders and whatnot and, and things that are written out there, a lot of people talk about empowerment and uh, the power of empowering someone to make decisions, do things, and, and what that means for them. We actually have a belief that um, is, we believe is one step past empowerment, and that's fulfillment. If we can help make you feel fulfilled um, at your job, then uh, we've really, uh, the baseball analogy since it's baseball season, we've really hit a grand slam because then, you know, we've made a meaningful impact on your life. We've made you feel good about yourself. We've made you feel good about your place in the world, the community, and that'll reflect itself in everything that you do, including, you know, at the end of the day, we are a business as well, right, but including how you interact and how you treat and how you talk to customers and coworkers as well. So we believe very strongly in um, fulfilling people as opposed to just empowering them. Uh, so we're trying, you know, trying to be one step ahead of everyone out there a little bit in some regard and um, you know, trying to really uh, make it a special place to work. And we've been really fortunate. We've got some really amazing employees. And the, the, candidly, a lot of the employees come from all over the world. And you know, they've, uh, we've got some special people there right now on Nantucket. Well, it's really great. And you're sharing some really great secrets um, coming from such an experienced uh, professional I feel like you should be interviewed on the corner office for the for the New York Times with your Q and A's. They always ask that question: What is the question you ask during an interview? How do you interview employees? And uh, it seems as though that that question that you ask is: How have you? What was it again? How did you? How, what What have you done that has impacted your life? Yeah. What have you done to make a difference? Yeah. Yeah. You can learn a lot from someone. You know, it's, it's interesting to do it. We have unique uh, opportunity too, you know, because particularly when we're hiring for the stores. You know, uh, the ovens, again, you don't have to be a 20-, 30-year pizza maker. You, don't, you, you have an opportunity to hire people based on values and personalities, not necessarily just on, you know, food experience. Mm-hmm. So it creates some really unique opportunities from a hiring standpoint. And these people have, I'm sure, opportunity for growth considering your goals for the future. Absolutely. You know, it's actually really, really, uh, really, really cool. We're, uh, we started on Nantucket, as you know, right there on Straight Wharf, and we're about to open um, our second store in Boston, uh, that'll open September 28th in South Station, actually. And we've got a couple other ones slated to come after that, but we're bringing a couple people uh, from Nantucket up to the uh, up to the South Station store, uh, one to train folks for a couple weeks, and a couple of them uh, want to move up here for the, uh, for the winter. So uh, we're giving people an opportunity to, uh, to grow with us for sure. I think that's an important part of it. Yeah, that's great. And I, I do want to ask some of the design elements uh, in regards to the shop. It's a really cool little space. Uh, the, the the wood aspect, even the menu looks really cool. And the music, the boards, everything uh, I imagine has been selected carefully just to make it have a certain vibe. Um, do you want to talk about who you designed it with? Or was there anybody you worked with locally or near here? Yeah, yeah, happy to. So um, uh, we actually uh, did a lot of work. Uh, with the brand uh, here at Breakaway. So um, how we typically go about doing these things is, um, you know, we've got a whole creative process we manage at Breakaway, but the unique thing here was uh, we had our business partners, you know, Doug and Max here with, uh, with Oath, and uh, Doug, Max, and myself would work with the creative team, uh, have long conversations about our values, long conversations about how we thought the brand should look and feel, and then uh, some of the team at Breakaway helped bring that to life. Um, you know, I don't think Doug or me or Max Ramos are necessarily the right guys to pick this color yellow over that color yellow or whatnot. Right. Um, so we had some real pros that helped us with that a bit. And, you know, certainly we um, uh, we managed that process real closely, and we 
we guided it, and we made all the final decisions and provided all the input and feedback. But, you know, we had some real pros helping us with thinking about how the actual um, uh, brand would come to life from a, yeah. from a look and feel. Um, we picked out a lot of the stuff, the wood, things like that. Um, you know, we actually uh, collaborated as a group on uh, uh, names of the pieces. Yeah, I mean, an iterative process. Yeah, it feels as though there is a, a youth kind of driven feel in there. Like I said, from the music, and then you have um, the selfie, which is one of the, the items. Is that you, you pick your own pizza pretty much? Yeah, that's right. You can pick your own, you can make your own pizza at the end of the day. We thought it was rather contemporary. Yeah. You know, I, I think, you know, we're looking at a lot, you know, we talked to a lot of consumers, and, you know, Doug and I have met a lot of people, and, you know, when you talk to the, the younger generation right now, I hate to date myself a little bit, but, you know, they're really interested in um, where their food comes from, what it is. You know, I've got uh, kids at home, and I tell you that um, the channel that's probably most popular for them is the Food Network, right mm -hmm. after the Disney Channel. Yeah. Right? So, you know, there's this whole notion of a generation that's growing up thinking about food and better food, better for you food, better tasting food. And so, you know, we needed to find ways to deliver that, but do it in a way that, you know, didn't sound like it was, you know, um, you know, a 65-year-old chef talking about it. Right. And are you working with uh, local farmers here? You're trying to source as much as you can here to make things, I'm sure, easier for yourself and better for the pizza? We are. We're working on it. You know, that's one of the one of the tough things. Uh, and again, it's a lot, I think there's a lot of good going on in food right now. And certainly there's, there's groups like Chipotle, which are driving it in terms of, you know, pushing the envelope uh, relative to, you know, uh, ingredients, hormone-free uh, meats and things like that. Um, we're trying to do a bit of the same thing. We're obviously not as big as them, so there's not as much leverage. So um, we try and uh, we source through some bigger distributors, and we go through you know the ingredients very very carefully to get the best we can. And then we do try and source some stuff locally. I don't know if when you were in, uh, the timing might not have worked. For instance, we were doing a, um, a Bartlett Farms Caprese, mm -hmm. where the cheese, the basil, the uh, tomato was all from Bartlett Farms, and that's an important part of our uh, important part of our story to get you know the best ingredients we can, and uh, certainly locally sourced is uh, is key. And we hope to be able to do more and more of that over time. Well, great. Well, it's really been a pleasure, and thank you again so much for your time today. Uh, would you like to say anything to the Nantucketers here before you before you go? Definitely. I um, was not expecting that question, so I'll tap the answer here for a second, but since you gave me the opportunity, <laughs> I just want to thank everyone in Nantucket for uh, receiving us so warmly. I mean, obviously, there's a big summer transient population, but we've just been so thrilled to be um, welcomed by um, locals and uh, have you know many families come by and, uh, and eat at the restaurant and be a part of our you know old community that it's been really humbling and just really thrilled that uh, we decided to start there and um, looking forward to many good years to come well great best of luck to you it's a great idea you you have the passion behind it so we wish you all the best of luck and we look forward to seeing you when you come back on island thanks Camille appreciate it nice talking to you. excellent cheers you too thank bye -bye. you bye-bye